0: Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hi
1: everyone, I'm Darren Javag, uh, host of Clean Break, the podcast, and uh, chair of DivorceNet. And I'm here today again with Tina Murray, my co-host and vice president of DivorceNet, Uh, And we have a new guest on the show today, and who would that be, Tina?
0: Yes, good morning, Darren. So we have two Darrens today. Darren Clayton, he uh, is a lawyer and a mediator. Uh, Your firm is Clayton Law Professional Corporation. You have 25 years experience in the legal world, and uh, I imagine maybe not quite as much in the mediation, but uh, right. welcome to the show and Thanks. tell us yes. a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, it's nice to have uh, two Darren's here. Yeah. My, yeah. mine, mine spelled correctly yes. though, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> many, many variations. Yeah, so I'm, I'm basically, I've been 25 years as a lawyer. I'm from the GTA originally, came to Ottawa to uh, kind of get away from a great crazy girlfriend. <laughs> he met my wife here, stayed here, put up roots, lived in Canada. we got three kids, been practicing the entire time, was uh, downtown at a big firm, went to Canada, worked at a small firm for five years, went out on my own. And my practice has always been very Mm resolution-oriented, so as opposed to litigation-oriented, right? So we're always looking for resolution, get people in, get people out, and it turns out that that's what the market wants. Mm -hmm. So we've been incredibly busy during that entire period of time, and uh, so, so really, it, we're we're all looking for resolution. So a few years ago, I started doing mediation, and so it's just me working with the two parties, and uh, that's probably the best kind of way to go in probably 80%
1: of family law files, I would think. Mm. We met uh, actually at collaborative practice, <laughs> okay. uh, Darren and I, and we sat across from each other at the AGM, and uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, you know the different processes of divorce. And what really impressed me about Darren is, is that, like he said, he's, he's all about trying to be, you know, have an amicable, amicable solution and try to work through things together, you know, rather than be adversarial. So uh, collaborative practice in, in uh, Ottawa is another form of, of um, divorce. And, and, and
2: that's what, uh, like I listened to the, the one podcast you had on with a lawyer and you were, you were saying, like, if the rules are predictable, why? are people fighting for so long, mm-hmm. right? right? And and a, a lot of it's kind of attitude, um, mm. you know, so mm. depends what people want, what people are looking for. Right. Mm. But if, so typically what you get is you get, like I'd say the typical suburban couple separating when the kids are nine and seven, mm. you know, he's making 80,000 bucks a year, she's making 40,000 bucks a year, they've got a couple hundred grand in equity in the house, they've got an RSP, TFSA, mm-hmm. used car, like, It's the perfect solution for uh, for mediation because right then you're kind of, it depends where you are in life. You're smack dab in the middle of life there, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got some stuff to sort out as you go through. First is if you separate when you're 75. Right. right then yeah, uh, you, you've accumulated wealth whatever wealth you've accumulated and your income is pretty is pretty set, right mm-hmm.
0: so how I, I, there's a couple of questions I want to ask and I don't know which to ask first because yeah. I think they're both mm-hmm. important like when somebody comes to you so I'm gonna ask both and you yeah. can answer them maybe um when somebody comes to you and um, are just looking for advice do mm-hmm. you do you have a way to determine whether it's it's the separation it's the the normal way to go through yeah. a divorce or you you tell them let's do the mediation yep. and then the next question is if you they go mediation how does that work
2: okay yeah and so good questions and that's so I offer an initial consultation and no charge which I think is important a lot of people don't but um, and they want you to pay 350 bucks for the first hour right so mm-hmm. if my you know if I was doing that with an account or something it wouldn't make me comfortable so I've always done that I spent a lot of time doing it but mm-hmm. It's important uh, for both of us to see if yeah. we work together. There's some people that just don't connect with us, and there's some people that do. Yeah, right. we're, we're not the polished downtown lawyer in the Armani suit, right? We're a mom and pop shop in the West End, looking to to get it done, right? And what we hear the most is we don't sound like lawyers, which is kind of a compliment, right? So, so first, so there's there's people I talk to, and initially I'm like okay we're not going to work well together okay so you should go somewhere else and uh, the nice thing about being around so long is i know so many people so then i can set that person up with someone they'll fit better with right, right? yeah Yeah. because they might have they might have different needs yeah you know like yeah. i talked to two people yesterday and both of them uh husbands uh, uh serving at the pleasure of his ma- her majesty now as a result of a domestic assault charge right so that's right. kind of a different situation right. but what's not usually typical for mediation right so that's something you need to assess initially I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of meetings right so it's basically there's kind of three types of meetings one is mediation two lawyer to to mediator sorry mediator and two parties husband and wife and the mediator and then there's collaborative family law or four-way meeting two lawyers and two clients meet or there's a five-way two lawyers, two clients at a meeting chaired by a mediator Wow yeah so but the nice thing about the last one it's it's you know, it can be very good for a difficult file right. because you've got everybody's organized, everybody's prepared, and we've got the referee to help go back and
1: forth. It's almost mm-hmm. like a mini mini court. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, being in court in front of it, a judge, except it works like right. Right. With <laughs> right? So the problem with
2: court trying to negotiate in court, people are jacked, so they're not thinking about settlement that you get one hour with the judge which is not enough time Mm -hmm. you don't know who the judge is going to be like any profession we got good judges we got bad judges so with the five way you pick the mediator and you pick the time Mm -hmm. and you do it in a setting like this where where people are yeah a little calmer so you I I really to me it's the assessment and then there's some people you got to go to court Mm -hmm. and then there's some people where it's very simple so I've, I've got all that uh, on my website I've got the that's the process piece that's the most important decision to be made right so you have a proposal you do mediation you have a four-way meeting you have a five-way meeting you go to court right which, oh, okay. op- which option works best hmm. for your fact situation so when I talk to the client they'll they'll know their spouse obviously I've never met their spouse and they usually have a good sense of this so the people that select mediation it's often kind of self-selecting and they're pretty they think as soon as they hear that they go yeah you know I think that would be good for us Mm -hmm. so that's the the first step then uh, if you do it how does it how does it kind of work right so typically what I you know everybody all the mediators have their different processes mine is um, I like just to kind of get to it and and have the discussion between the three of us right away so I talk to one person I say go talk to your spouse see if they're interested if they are I send them both an email saying kind of here's kind of the overview I'm, I'm working, I like I always kind of be, try to be progressive as far as uh, costs go. Mm-hmm. You know, lawyers and costs, we don't have a good reputation for that because mm-hmm. we're still stuck kind of generally with the old hourly rate, right? So we do offer an hourly rate option. Um, I have a bunch of people that work in my office, like my wife's in my full time legal system. She's got 30 years' of experience. She knows um, more than 85% of lawyers in town. Right. So she can do a lot of it um so when she bills at 200 bucks an hour and i'm 325 an hour right mm-hmm. so and i have a law clerk that we bill at 100 bucks an hour so we get to try to get the right person doing the right thing right right, right. so that's one option mm-hmm. this the, the second option is uh we have a flat rate agreement that we're working with now mm-hmm. so it depends on the fact situation but we tell them okay so this will cover the information gathering cover the uh mediation session um so typically the way it, uh, sorry i'll just finish that off so, covers the mediation session covers the drafting of the agreement which is important because lots of mediators don't draft the agreement right you gotta you th- they think they're done and then they gotta mm-hmm. go get it drafted which is a whole other step mm-hmm. and and deals with signing so the whole process right right, right. right. And so, then, yep. so so those are the two options that they pick and then we'll just go ahead and do it so i uh, once they say yes they pick their option we get the retainer we get the money we get we have a uh bunch of information we request like financial disclosure with regard to income and assets and liabilities and then um, so I get that kind of gathered and prepared for me by the team and then we set up a meeting and then so at the meeting first meeting we hit the ground running Mm -hmm. and we spend you know a good two and a half hours at that meeting and it's a heavy Kind of intense meaning where mm-hmm. we, we mm-hmm. talk about all the issues that they want to talk about. when you talk about an issue, a bunch of issues that they haven't thought of, right? Like right. Canada Pension Plan credit splitting, uh, child tax benefit, RESP. There's a whole. There's a whole. There's a ton yeah, of yeah. things we have to talk about. The agreement's like a 30-page agreement, right? Right. So you'll you'll see what happens to people as they get overwhelmed, mm-hmm. right? So what you, the only way, the way you deal with a problem that's overwhelming is to break it down. Mm -hmm. into into smaller chunks right yeah so we break it down in pieces okay let's analyze those pieces yeah once we agree on all of those that's our agreement so typically that's the Mm -hmm. kind of the first meeting we hopefully get an agreement in principle then based upon that i draft an email to both parties and to rochelle and then she prepares a draft agreement there's usually a to-do list i include with that people have to go get information and get it back and then we've got a draft agreement right just like that Wow. Two and, yeah. and a half
0: hours.
2: Yeah. What well, a two and a half hours. Yes, but in essence, in the meeting. Yeah. And so, if everybody does the homework, we need to do, mm-hmm. and and we have the good meeting, and everybody's ready to talk, then we can basically get it done in that meeting.
0: If they're ready and willing yeah. to talk and
2: negotiate. Right. And so okay. sometimes, you know, and then so we do another. Then we do a draft agreement. Yeah and uh, the second meeting we would go through the draft so there's always other stuff to talk about mm-hmm. but by then they both had a chance to look at the agreement lots of times in mediation the parties will sit down at home and go through it and,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know find mm-hmm. the inevitable typos that we yeah. do not <laughs> seem to be able to yeah, eliminate yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So we can do a study on that. But but <laughs> then we get together and sign. Then um, a, a popular question that comes up is is lawyers. Yeah, what IL, role
0: do you need I L A yeah.
2: what do, yeah, so people always say what's I L A. So it's uh, independent legal advice, right? If yeah. we call it I L A. So that that's one thing for people. We throw uh, a lot of turns out, right? Yes. Yeah. We use acronyms. Net Net family Property, yeah, family yeah, 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 yeah. Spousal support advisory guidelines. We call them the SAGs. Child yeah. support guidelines. So, and if
0: you're not doing it on a daily yeah. basis, you have no idea what it is. So does. people have to ask. Yeah, for sure. You know,
2: they got to ask. you you got to go in. This is too important. So ask the question. I really try to catch myself with that. Mm-hmm. And usually it's a nice thing about mediation and it's a reason meetings work because people are there. Right. So you see the blank there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I realized oh I didn't explain that properly so well, I have to go back and do it the believe so, legalese <laughs> yeah so in 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 the in the, the idea of the flat rate is like the typical file it's gonna look like that right and at the second meeting we're ready to, to we go through it we've done all the wording we've done our homework we've done the adjustments another kind of potentially lengthy meeting right mm-hmm. we should be good to sign so then people have two options they can, they can sign with us in, without lawyers. Some people do that, and then we just sign in my office, mm-hmm. with uh, grab a couple staff as witnesses, and sign in and take your agreement and off and go, have a nice life. The um, other option is people go and get independent legal advice, and then at that stage, it would, we'd be all good. We'd have the agreement. they both go to their independent lawyers to mm-hmm. review the draft agreement, which can be kind of a difficult step. Right. right. because if you got three lawyers trying to agree on the wording for uh, a thirty page legal document. Right. Mm. So yeah. and and what happens is the 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 deals that people cut at mediation look a little different from the outside because there's right. given and takes and right. it just right. looks a bit weird. Whereas weaker. the
0: lawyers yeah may look at it and go well that's not in your best interest and this lawyer may say that's not in your best interest and then try to change it whereas you as a mediator have done a holistic approach almost right. and right. looked at the whole picture yeah. and and allowed that given yeah. day and, and what
2: the important thing is we do it together right. yeah we create it together right right
0: and right. are you advising like as a mediator like Right, because if you were, if you're, if you're acting yeah. in a legal, no in a question. in a lawyer position, okay. But... So answer yeah, I don't and, even and know it's... how to word my question. Right. But... So
2: the question, technically, it's, the question is, um, are you providing legal advice to the Yeah. Clients, right? So. So typically, what I say to them, like I'm doing it for 25 years, you know. And so I'll have a day at 8 a.m. I'm on for the wife. 9 a.m. I'm on for the spouse. 10 a.m. I'm on for the the same-sex couple. Like, so I do it all. Right? Right. Like so you parents. have,
0: the because right. you're a lawyer, you have right. the legal yeah. f- foundation, the groundwork to right. it, which plays into the right. mediation and, side. And that's
2: why I think it's important right. to me that you do, you get a significant amount of experience in the field before you jump into mediation. Right, like right. there, there's people that jump right in without the experience. To me, it just doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've been in court for 25 years. Still go to court a little bit. I'm not going as much as I used to. I, I don't want to go anymore. But yeah, so I can tell them, this is exactly what your lawyer's going to say. This is exactly what your lawyer's going to say. So the idea of the independent legal advice is, is to take that and go and get that information. But if you're going to go to mediation, and then you're going to make compromises. And then you're both gonna go back to your independent lawyers, and probably both independent lawyers aren't gonna be absolutely thrilled about this deal, right? Because it's a compromise. And if you're all just gonna then say, yeah, forget it, well then you've wasted your lawyer lawyer about what you want to do, right? Right. Save your, save. So, but the most people that go are they, 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 they get that, and they go, and then sometimes you can go get independent legal advice and. Sometimes the the lawyer uh, you know thinks of something maybe we haven't thought of. There's a different way to approach it. You know, so it can be beneficial. Really depends kind of on the approach of the lawyer. So then it depends which lawyer you retain. So Mm -hmm. I have a whole. We we all work with each other. Like sometimes I'll do independent legal advice on it on an agreement that someone else is mediating. Right. Right. So we have a group of us. A lot from the the collaborative family law panel. Uh, of Ottawa is another great spot for people to think about,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, uh, but there's a great group in there. So if you go to non-crazy lawyers, then you're <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna better.
0: already be on the same page yeah, because of yeah. the collaborative mediation. They have relationships.
2: They have relationships. And like to get on the panel, there's a significant amount of of training you have to do, which takes you away from your practice, and you got to pay D So it costs money, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and y- you don't make as much money typically in a collaborative family law file as you do in a litigation file. Like litigation files, people make, lawyers make a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars per file.
0: Right? Holy! Yeah.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. When I first heard out that there's no possible way that could happen, but it it does. If you go to trial, because you're you know you do a three day trial, you're hired It's two days prep for every day of trial. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for every day of trial, you're hiring a lawyer independently for three days. All that lawyer's doing for three days for you know, and if it's a three day trial, that's nine days. So you just hired a lawyer exclusively for nine days. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of money. And that's only the the final phase of the of the trial, right? Mm-hmm. I have one of my files where I, I refer to there's I've got litigation lawyers I refer to mm-hmm. if we need to go that route, and um, it, they just did a trial and. In Ottawa, it was uh, 90000 bucks in legal fees for the trial. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. Yes. and then and then you fight over crime. and you're
1: fighting over things like like the cutlery. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. it's you're in that situation where somebody doesn't want to give, well, and the, there's well, so there's much well, emotion. There, you know. Well,
2: there's things you fight over. Like I remember Tom's website, uh, Tom's webcast when he did it. He he had a. An, uh, uh, something that came up where he said a uh, business you value a business right and you can get business value there's one yep. says 800 grand one says 1. 1.2 million mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Oh, geez. mm-hmm. That's, that's a big so difference money. yeah mm-hmm. two hundred yeah. grand you know mm-hmm.
0: so what once they uh, whether they go to I whether they go to independent legal and uh, take the independent legal advice or not once the mediation agreement is signed yep they didn't have to take that to court
2: no so actually i'm glad you said that so that it's actually so the mediation agreement would be the agreement we would sign initially where i'm saying i'm not i'm not your lawyer i'm acting as the mediator right so the end game in every family law file is a separation agreement Mm so that's what everybody's after right so you sign that and it really it's just a private contract between right. two people, so usually just sign it, and then they have to it, nothing can happen until you get that done because you got to go and get the real estate order to transfer the house, and the bank won't give you the money until you own the house, and they yeah. know what your liability is for support. Right, right. So if yeah. people are like, how do, how does this possibly get done? But nothing can happen until the agreement's done. Yeah, that's where my wife Rochelle is great too at, at sort helping people sort through that piece at the end. Like even once it's done, sometimes we all oh, we got to do a candidate pension plan credit splitting. We got to do a pension transfer. We have to do an RSP transfer. We have to yep. do a house transfer, right? How's all this gonna work, right? Yep. So you got to kind of sort your way through that. But it doesn't actually. The only reason you would register agreement with the court is for enforcement purposes, for support right. purposes to the Family Responsibility Office, the FRO, we call it, mm-hmm. yep. which is the probably the worst bureaucratic agency <laughs> you know, ever. Run into. Yep. And they're not necessarily their fault. Like no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Mike Harris. We used to have six regional offices and Harris cut them all back and there's one office in Downsview to deal with all enforcement matters for the entire province of Ontario so they're just that's insane they're just overwhelmed and underfunded Mm -hmm. so it's so you don't go there unless you have to
0: right so it does not have a separation agreement does not have to be registered in court then then I thought uh, naive or stupid I don't know what you want to call it like how did then the divorce has to The divorce has to be no, registered. No, there's,
2: there's lots of confusion about this yeah. stuff. It's just kind of not known. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the, uh, I find that's a real benefit of, of the mediation process. So I'll come back to the divorce, but I, I did a mediation recently w- with a couple who did a separation agreement with two good lawyers. They got their 35-page agreement, never sat in a room together, right? Just signed it and negotiated it and signed it independently with lawyers in their lawyer's offices. Completely different perspectives on issues like, well, how are we going to pay these expenses for the children? How does health coverage work? Who's paying for the divorce? They had like they had a list of, I like think nine things, right? And so now they had to go to mediation after the fact to talk about these nine things. The yeah, other things. And yeah. there was a lot of scar tissue built up. Mm.
0: Mm.
2: Like so, we didn't make much progress at all. Mm because of the scar tissue so i i think if they had gone to a mediator to do it initially then there's an educational component to uh, mm-hmm. to that where you sit down and we go through it we say okay what what happens with you know somebody's paying child support so what happens next year well you get your five year income tax return by april 30th right you, get, you exchange it by april 30th you see what the new number is and then you either go back and start you know recapture for the year before or you just go forward or, or whatever but we talk about that mm-hmm. And, and you talk about Christmas, and you talk about stuff. So a lot of it's not, um, I think that's an important point to make, is is that people think we're going to go in and we're going to talk about difficult issues. And we do. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of it's just kind of, you know, it's just work?
0: Mm-hmm. And we,
2: we're all here together, and let's mm-hmm. well, that's how people do it. Mm-hmm. And maybe, so or there's three ways people do it. Here's a way you can do it. So you, you need your separation agreement, and then you need the divorce. So the divorce is still a separate process where you need a judge to sign it. So when I first started practicing, everybody'd wander down in the courthouse and you'd put the client on the stand. When were you married? When did you separate? Do you do you want to get divorced? Yes. Judge says, Okay, here you go, you're divorced. See you later, have a nice day. <laughs> Next. And it would all be like this, right? Yeah. So so now it's administrative and the judge signs it in chambers.
1: Right.
2: Um, so I don't even go to court for it anymore. So we just pass it across the counter, goes to the clerk, goes up to the judge, judge gets a
1: pile sits there and signs a bunch of, and, and, one and day. you can't do that until i think it's about a year right so, well, plus, you get, so like people want to be divorced like right now <laughs> and that yeah. doesn't happen right
2: well you can get divorced again of three grounds one is adultery
1: mm-hmm.
2: one is mental cruelty and one is a one-year separation so 99 percent of people use the use the one-year separation because with adultery and mental cruelty. You have to
0: prove those. You have to
2: prove it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Listen, Darren, I, we could talk about, I know stuff. it's like so you, interesting. You make things really understandable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I just, just listening to you talk about some of these complicated things. Yeah. I, I, I could feel myself like relaxing. Me yeah. too. <laughs> like I feel like I could
0: just come to your right. office and go. Yeah. I'm in good hands. Yeah, and yeah. you know,
1: it's just, so what happens yeah. is people
2: walk in nervous, yeah, and then they walk out feeling better, yeah. Right. And I always say to them, yeah, you feel better because now it's on my freaking shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out of light, and I walk out heavier. But uh, yeah, no, and that's that. I think that's critically important for any professional, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like I love my accountant, right? You know, I like over I like, there. I want to buy. Yeah. I want to buy a car in the business. Right. No, you can't buy a car in the business. Mm-hmm. Why? 'Cause you incorporate it and they change the rules, you can't do it. Okay, I don't like that, but thank you. <laughs> and I understand mm-hmm. it, right? And that's what I want from my car mechanic. That's why that's what we want from our professionals, financial financial people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So tell people how they get a hold of you.
2: Uh, the best is the website, ottawafamilylaw.com. I've had it. Uh, Fantastic yeah, website. You've yeah. had that for a while. Yeah, I've had it since basically the beginning of the internet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like when I started practicing. Like, how old the internet? Yeah. In five years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been up there the whole time. So uh, we got a lot of information on there and then that gives you a really good sense of us. Mm-hmm. and and it's been good because what it does is people kind of go through it and they yeah yeah that makes sense I could I connect with somebody like that right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. and then they call us or they look at it and think, no that's not what I want mm-hmm. I want a nuclear war mm-hmm. and if I'm going to have a nuclear war that's not the person I should have my nuclear war with I have lots of people if you want to go have a nuclear war mm-hmm. and sometimes it's necessary right um, so that's the best is the website and all the email addresses on are on there And what's the phone number? Uh, 613-596-2424, extension 214. Fantastic. Val Canada
1: rep gave me that number too. Fantastic. Two, two, fours. <laughs> and you're also going to be on the DivorceNet website <laughs> as well. Yeah. So people will be able to yeah. c- connect to your personal page there. Yeah, that's an exciting
2: group. I'm ha- happy to be part of that. It's uh it's good to have a bunch of like minded professionals with mm-hmm. you know various groups that so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. Nice just,
1: we're all about sharing and yeah. empowering people to make the right choices. And well and, and, and
2: I think good thing for clients is and parties is that you, you, you're you not going to have pe- people that sign up for stuff like this aren't kind of in the turf war right where, no I'm a lawyer this is my
1: or I'm a financial planner this is my area it's like it's collaborative. whatever works <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. yeah 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 yep. awesome. okay well thank you, thank you so us. much and uh we encourage everyone to check out the other podcasts we have tons of great information from great professionals uh and uh we'll see you when we see you next time perfect thanks awesome.
0: thank you You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at DivorceNet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. DivorceNet.ca, expert advice made simple.